Welcome into the In the Muddy podcast for Saturday, March 6th at Tampa Bay Downs. I'm Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. We're going to take a look at their late pick four, which features three graded stakes, including uh, Kentucky Derby prep, the Tampa Bay Derby. But we'll jump in with the ninth race, Jim. It's the grade two Hillsboro on the turf at a mile and an eighth for Phillies and Mares, four and up. And uh, this is a nice group. Got uh, Michelin, who was uh, second in the QE2 here at Keeneland last fall and won a nice stake down at uh, Kentucky Downs. Uh, Los Ignari's run around here uh, a good bit. So where did you land? Yeah, I landed on uh, a Michelin. It intrigues me on the outside, but I actually went with the other horse coming out of the QE2, uh, Magic Attitude on the inside for Arnold Delacour and uh, Le Peru. I think... Uh, this filly ran really well in the QE2, second time in North America after running over in France in Group 1 company. And uh, Delacour brings her over here and throws her right into Belmont Oaks, a great one, and she wins it. She's, got a, she's a great one winner, and then she came back in the QE2 and ran very well. Uh, might not have cared for the good turf as much, uh, but uh, ran well. She paired up 93 buyers, been off since October. Uh, I, I think it sets up very well for her, and Delacour is actually running at 23% at Tampa, so he's got a hot barn, and I think uh, uh, Lake Peru fits this really well, and I think Magic Attitude's got a big shot, but I'm not going to single here. I think this is a, this is a great betting race. Uh, going to use Michelin, going to use counterparty risk for Chad Brown, uh, moving up in class off a grade three win in the Endeavor last out at Tampa, but proved that she likes the... Uh, uh, likes the ground, and she is training well right now for Chad. My heart belongs to Daddy the Three for Centeno and um, Jorge Abreu. Uh, was on a four-weight race win streak until uh, the last one at Aqueduct. Now she's got a little time off to get back in, on track, and I think she moves up in class first time in Grading Stakes Company. And La Finari was the uh, other horse I'll use for Brendan Wall. She always got to use him. Uh, coming out of the Flower Bowl, uh, ran the Jenny Wiley last year, so got grade one experience. Uh, go go five deep here, but uh, I'm going to go with a little bit of a price here, maybe on Magic Attitude. Counterparty Risk is going to get a lot of play, as is Michelin, so uh, Magic Attitude is my pick in the Hillsboro. Yeah, I think I'm going to get just a slightly bigger price on La Signari, and um, I ended up going there. Just the combination of the value and the fact that she's – Kept really good company, and uh, Brendan Walsh really good off a layoff, has good numbers off a layoff, and I think she you know, should be running well at the end, and with turf racing, you know, you get the trip, uh, who knows? So I think for the price, I'm going to take her on top just to uh, try to catch a little bit of a price, but um, my next two were counterparty risk and magic attitude. I uh, could have easily gone to either one of those, and then Michelin. And then the other one I threw in was Miss Tehran, uh, just because of the Chad Brown angle. When he is there at uh, Tampa, he seems to always be uh, well-stocked uh, and uh, loaded for bear. So um, I'm going to go with La Signari and a bit of an upset there. Tenth race is the Grade 3 Florida Oaks at a mile and a 16th on the turf for three-year-old Phillies. And uh, I thought domain expertise uh, intrigued me most here. It's Chad Brown. The horse ran well in a Grade 3 and has won on this course. And I thought um, that combination of factors, um, I, I just see this horse running big for Chad Brown um, coming out of uh, a little uh, you know, tougher schedule to this point. Uh, Jouster and Mia Martini, uh, the latter for Graham Motion, were the other two that um, I thought 
uh, were the best prospects in here, but I feel pretty strong about domain, domain expertise in the Florida Oaks. How about you? I feel pretty strong that she's my second choice. I feel stronger that Jouster is going to win this race. Um, I thought the, they, they started off this Philly uh, $360,000 purchase, really thought, thought a lot of her. Uh, she tried the dirt at Saratoga, caught a sloppy track and ran second. Uh, didn't run well at Belmont, and her second time out, they switched her to the turf, and guess what? She wins uh, by eight and three quarters on a, in a maiden special weight and comes back and follows that up with a win in the uh, an optional 75,000 claimer, uh, both at Gulfstream with 86 and 84 buyers. Uh, nothing else in this in this uh, field touches those buyers. Got a lot of respect for domain expertise, uh, and I would pick her second here with, for Chad. But uh, I'm going to take a stand to this one. I couldn't find a single elsewhere, so I'm going to single jouster here and hope that I'm right that, that she's moving up and she gets to um, this graded stakes company and, and, and moves forward. And all she's got to do is move forward a couple of buyer points and she's going to win. So jouster is my pick in the 10th race. Now that takes us to the 11th, which is the grade 2 Tampa Bay Derby. And uh, they will go a mile and a 16th on the main course here. And you've got uh, the horse that won the prep, uh, Candyman Rocket, that uh, looks good in doing it. Where did you land? Uh, Candyman Rocket. Uh, I think he's going to be the favorite here. I think he went raced really well as in Sam Davis. Um, no reason why he can't get better. Uh, went over the track, uh, same distance. Bill Mott gets him. He gets him right and he keeps him right. So I think Candyman Rocket is going to be a deserving favorite here. I'm going to use some others just in the hopes since I've singled in the 10th race. I'm going to use Hidden Stash for Vicki Oliver, who ran, who ran third in the Sam Davis. I'm going to use Helium for Mark Cassie coming out of a couple of uh, seven furlong preps at Woodbine. This is a big step up in dirt for the first time, but have a lot of respect for Mark Cassie and his barn. Promise Keeper for Todd Pletcher broke his maiden uh, in a sloppy track at Gulfstream uh, by five lengths, and uh, Candyman Rocket handles him very easily at Gulfstream at six furlongs, but Louis Saez takes him out here and the promise keeper has a chance to move up. And the other one I'm throwing in there just because of connections, uh, uh, Joseph Sa- uh, Sappy, uh, Sappy Joseph, I'm sorry, um, is, a, is a very good trainer. Has not been on a hot streak at Tampa, only 3 for 34, but this horse comes out of a, a grade one at Camarero, which is uh, obviously a second-class track, but uh, thinks a lot of his horse to move him up to a derby prep. So I'm going to throw in super strong just thinking, Maybe uh, something crazy will happen. But Candyman Rocket clicks all the boxes here and is going to be a deserving favorite. And uh, if I weren't singling in the Oaks, I could single here, taking a shot with some other horses just to try to get a price. Ended up on Promise Keeper here. And I went back and looked at the race in which he broke his maiden. And it was, uh, as you mentioned, a sloppy track. And on the form, it's wire to wire. But uh, when in watching the race, he didn't break right on top. So... He was just slightly off the lead, so my feeling is he doesn't have to be right on the front, but can stalk, which I think is the trip he would likely get here if it's a winning one. And he looked really strong at the end of that race, I thought. And the pedigree, being out of a curling mare, the two turns should be no no problem at all. And it's Pletcher, 8-1, to one, and I always said you know, Pletcher, when he has a horse that uh, is ready to, to move up, he doesn't... Uh, doesn't hesitate. Uh, he'll make bold moves, which is this what this is from a maiden win to a grade two. And I thought, you know, given that angle and, and his history, 
I don't know that I'll get eight to one, but I might get five or six, and um, I'm going to take a shot with Promise Keeper. But I'm going to go four deep when we get to the pick four because uh, got to use the uh, the uh, horses that ran one three in the prep and Candyman Rocket and and Hidden Stash. And I thought Helium for Mark Cassie I would throw in as well, just out of respect for that barn. But I'm going to take a shot with Promise Keeper there. Let's move to the twelfth race for three-year-old filly maidens going one mile on the main track. It is a two-turn race at Tampa Bay that unfortunately wraps up the pick four, as uh, Jim always says, best to have this kind of race at the front end of a pick four because you get a little bit of guidance maybe from the odds board. So we don't have that. We're playing a little bit of a guessing game here, and I'm going to guess that on a big day, Chad Brown and Judmont Farms are going to have a live one here in Balacola, the eight horse. So I'm going to take that one on top. Normally, I'm not wild about debuting at two turns, but it's Chad Brown, so he can do it. Tranquillian for Clement has a race uh, under her belt. Um, Reina de Sol for Bill Mott. Fanny, uh, the three-horse, just out of respect for the Delacour barn. First-time starter there. Lachine, number seven for Graham Motion. And as you can tell, playing mostly trainers. Uh, Motion's also got the 12, Turning Point. And then Silky Warrior for the Cassie Barn, the 11. So basically, without a lot to go on here, just, uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of outstanding trainers in here. So can't afford to take them all in, on the ticket, but I'm going to take seven and uh, figure surely one of those outstanding trainers will be saddling the winner of this uh, 12th race. So that'll be the last leg of the pick four. And I'll go uh, 1, 2, 4, 8, 11. Then I'm going to single Domain Expertise, so we're both going to single in the Florida Oaks. Then 3, 8, 10, 11, and then 3, 4, 6, 7, 8, 11, 12 for a $70 ticket for me. So, Jim, take me through the 12th race and your pick four ticket. Okay, I'll do that, but the first thing I'll tell you is that the eighth race starts another pick four, so Good point. I handicapped that one as well, and it's a, it's a better race. It's an allowance optional claimer for 16000 with a lot, of, uh, a lot of horses that run a lot of times. And if you want to play that pick four, uh, I like the horse in there uh, called Uncork the Bottle for um, uh, Sassy Joseph uh, and Lake Rouge riding the eight horse. So look at that one as well. But in this pick four, I'm going to start out uh, in the ninth race with one, two, three, four, eleven. Uh, going to single the the two in the Florida Oaks as we as we spoke about uh, two, three, eight, ten, eleven in the uh, Tampa Bay Derby. And then I'm going to go five deep in the 12th race. Uh, I'm doing like you. The trainers are the ones to go with here. I, I, I hate the last race being a made the special weight with some first-time starters. Uh, but I'm going to go with uh, the three, uh, Fanny for Arnold Delacour, Tranquilina for Clement, the four, uh, the six horse, Reina Del Sol for Bill Mott, fifth time out for Mott. This horse is run second and third, and this horse has a big shot. Machine the seven for Grand Motion. And my fifth horse is Balacola for Chad Brown, first time starter, as you mentioned. So my pick four is one, two, three, four, eleven with two, with two, three, eight, ten, eleven, with three, four, six, seven, eight, and that's $62.50. Nice card on Saturday at uh, Tampa Bay. Hopefully it's good weather. And uh, wherever you're playing on Saturday, make sure you've got your Keelan Select account well stocked for a big Saturday of racing around the country. We'll be back next week for another edition of the In the Money Podcast. For Jim Goodman, I'm Tom Leach. This is the In the Money Podcast for KeelanSelect.com.